This is what I've been saying, the three L's, listen, learn, and lead. The advisors to do that are the advisors that are going to win. The value of bespoke advice has never been higher. You're listening to Coindesk's On Purpose with OnRamp CEO Tyrone Ross, a licensed investment advisor and powerful storyteller. Tyrone has a passion for digital assets and their ability to disrupt our current way of life. This show is for advisors by advisors. Advise on purpose in the arising realm of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. And now, Tyrone Ross. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the On Purpose podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Ross, CEO and co-founder of the mighty OnRamp Invest. Shout out to my Coindesk family. I have a uh, a good friend and fellow rowdy crypto hippie with me, <laughs> Twitter family as well. <laughs> Sean Ristow from Prime Trust. How are you, my friend? Good, man. Good. It's, it's great to be on here. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. It's been great to see the growth, not only in crypto, but of on-ramp and where you're going. Yeah, appreciate it. And we appreciate you, right? And the folks over at Prime Trust uh, for being one of our, our integrations, which we'll get into. But let's just start with you, man. You have an interesting background, who you are, what you do. Again, I'm going to let you read your long, important title uh, so folks know who you <laughs> are over <laughs> at Prime Trust if they want to reach out. Yeah, no. So I've been with Prime Trust since 2019. I mean, I've been in crypto since 2011, got in very early. But I, you know, didn't go full bore. I was actually in wealth management at the time when I got into it. And, you know, really it was a hobby and it started with my own mining. And then I went from mining to doing some arbitrage trading. And then in, in 2017, I had the opportunity to join as an investor and also employee of a firm called Because at the time. And at one point we were the largest mining operation in North America, 30. 5,000 rigs. And, you know, it was pretty cool. Unfortunately, crypto winter hit. And it was at that point there that I had met Prime Trust and because we needed a qualified custodian for the crypto we were, you know, getting paid. And really from there, it took off, you know, unfortunately, as I said, because it didn't make it. But, you know, out of the relationship came an opportunity with Prime Trust. And at Prime Trust, we're focused on a variety of different things really the short version of my career. I've been in this, what, capital markets over 20 years, you know, crypto and digital securities and all that. You're just at the start of where this whole market's going. And, you know, this year alone, the growth has been, in best way to describe it, insanity. Commonly, my wife will ask me, are you done working? And I say, yeah, I'm done working, five o'clock. And she goes, you run back upstairs right after dinner. I'm like, well, money doesn't sleep. I think it's super important to understand who Prime Trusts are, what you guys are doing, right? So at a very high level, talk about that, because I think there are a lot of options in the space, obviously, for advisors to either buy direct or funds and all types of futures. <laughs> ETF now, we won't get into that. But talk a little bit about Prime Trust, what you all do and how you're serving RAs, and then we can get into you know, you're saying it's insanity. We'd love to, to hear what you're seeing from folks hitting the platform. Prime Trust started in 2016. It actually came out of a, a previous 
venture called Fund America. So Fund America came out out of the Jobs Act 2013, allowing folks to raise capital in alternative methods, you know, easier than just going to do an IPO or going to do a VC round. That market heavily grew, and then there was a need for custody. And that was when 2016, Prime Trust being an all-in-one financial infrastructure platform for fintech innovators. I mean, really, that was when we we were born as a Nevada-based trust company regulated by the state of Nevada. And, you know, from there, we really exploded into being a full-stack, full-service technology provider. I like to say we are a technology company really stuck inside of a trust company, which is something you don't usually see. You know, trust companies historically have been, okay, here, put your assets here, hang on to it and leave it type thing. And so, you know, we've gone through, gotten our ISO 2701 certified. We're going through getting a bunch of additional accreditations. And then, you know, we have folks that have come from the OCC, the SEC, uh, you know, Federal Reserve, Visa, Green Dot, JP Morgan. So we have folks that come with a long history. And really, you know, our offering is broken down into a couple of different buckets. But I mean, main is obviously custody of both traditional assets being secondary market securities. We don't really focus on regular equities and things of that nature. You know, we're more focused on crypto. And then the, as I mentioned, the secondary market, then you have our compliance. All of that's done in-house. We have a whole team of uh, compliance folks. And then, you know, we obviously have a backend technology platform that allows folks to do that all via API. On top of that, you have our payment rails allowing U.S. dollars uh, and then other alternative currencies as well which has been super instrumental because as a trust company, we have to use corresponding banks. And so we have a variety of different corresponding banks that we work with. And really, you know, as we've grown, our banking partners have grown as well. And so firms that originally we were dealing with that didn't want to get in, now they're coming back and saying, hang on, we'd like to talk with you. That all said, the other components is liquidity. So one of the key things in this market, especially in the wealth space, is allowing folks to have a all-in-one API that gives you the ability to open an account, take that from there, fund the account, purchase the actual crypto or secondary market securities, store that, which they can do with Prime Trust as a qualified custodian. We have a relationship with Fireblock use them as our wallet provider on the back end. And then our integrators build, such as OnRamp, build platforms on top of Prime Trust. And we operate more in a B2B fashion rather than B2C. The only, I would say, close thing you get to B2C would be some of our institutional clients. They're really, you know, they'll use our, our user interface, but that's usually just a very that's a high level now. You know, that is stuff that we're focused on right now. Biggest things we're focused on is our initiative in the wealth management space, not only from independent advisors to uh, platforms like OnRamp, but also adding extensive offering around IRAs and other alternative investment 
items that folks can, such as advisors, can then take to their customers, you know, put those in front of their customers, allowing them to really engage with this new age of customers. What we're seeing is that the days of mutual funds, sure, ETFs are great, but you're still not owning the actual underlying asset. Mm -hmm. So that's where people want, if I'm in crypto, I want to own Bitcoin. I don't want to just be in an ETF type thing. I think there's a great vast uh, array of different products that people can use and everybody has a different taste. And so that being said, some of the last pieces, we have a debit card issuance program that allows folks to issue debit cards that can be backed by crypto. And then still very early, there's couple companies doing it, but it's very early to be able to take crypto, convert it immediately, and then use it on the fly, given how fast a, a debit card transaction would post. Yep. So, you know, there's some things going on there. Indemnification, that's a huge one. You don't see it as much on the wealth side, I don't think, because you're dealing with regulated advisors. And that said, I don't really see uh, as much fraud as you do in the in the retail space. And then the last piece is, that we're working on is we're working on a, a network based solution. You know, my philosophy in this space is is a little different, I think, than others in the sense that if you look at the traditional wealth management world, there is a a lot of barriers to getting custodians to work together, to communicate for settlement, for things like that, to make the process easier. Mm -hmm. And I have a philosophy that the market has a lot of opportunity for folks to collaborate. Even if they're competing with you, you can still collaborate with them and allows for a better experience for your customer at the end of the day. And really that's what we're all about. Personally for us, when I say us, I mean, my co-founder, Eric Irvin, that was one of the things that we found so compelling about you all. One was the APIs, right? The ability to build to you quickly, because this is what we needed to do. We were trying to launch. And as you mentioned, folks find it hard to believe, but a lot of the crypto custodians just aren't there. And we're trying to get them. That. I mean, even Coinbase. Coinbase is an investor, and we're still trying to build to them. A lot of this infrastructure has to be built out. One of the things we are digging into now is because I'm incredibly frustrated with money movement in the space. It is ridiculous to me that folks are using ACH and wire still when all of the rails are there to make this quicker and faster. And we have a belief where we want to open accounts, fund accounts and trade them in minutes and ultimately seconds. That should happen. The technology is there, right? And, and it's good to see you all pushing boundaries there. I want to dig in on Again, the wealth management space, obviously with us and others, you guys have had a lot of progress there. You've made really good announcements that made us comfortable with the, the engagement and you guys get it, right? You see the opportunity and a lot of folks just don't understand the size of the market. So I guess with what you can say, right? Don't want to get you in trouble with compliance, but what are you just seeing from a high level from the RA space in particular or the FA space with their engagement with you all? On side of that, is there anything internally that you all are working on to continue to push into that space from an education standpoint or just going to conferences? And education is so important to me. I think that's the first step in all of this. I'll talk to a lot of folks that are coming from previous jobs in capital markets and they're like, oh, yeah, I know crypto. 
you know, then try to apply the approach that the traditional markets have to crypto. And people, I think, need to go back and remember why did crypto and digital assets come about? Because the industry was ripe for change. You have a new investment class, as I'll call it. And it's this younger generation. They want to invest in these type of products. You know, not all of them are obviously on, on the up and up. There's bad actors everywhere. You know, really what we're seeing now is the investment advisors coming to us. They're coming to us. They still have a lot of hesitation, I'll say. And the hesitation, that's more advisors that I would say at the big investment houses. But the independent ones are very keen to step out, put their toes in and say, you know, okay, I have a family and I'm managing their wealth. And then, you know, maybe their two kids bought Bitcoin at 300 bucks. And, you know, so if they did that, well, that's fantastic. And I wish that I, I had done that. But it's one of those things that you have to include that in the household picture of, you know, when you're doing your profile and your modeling for your customer. And this goes into bigger things like people will say Bitcoin is a very volatile uh, high risk. My philosophy is actually, I think it's different in the sense that it is as risky as you think it is. It's up to you. You define what is risky. So if you want to get in on these newer cutting edge technologies, you know, that's your choice and you decide where it falls in your risk category. And so, you know, what we're getting from advisors is I want to do staking, um, you know, because they want to take cable coin and then stake it and earn interest. Because if you look at the current banking market, it's very hard to earn interest on your money right now in traditional markets. And so we're seeing that there's some initiatives we're working on on there. We're working on some initiatives with uh, lending and borrowing. But, you know, these are all things that we are working with our compliance group to do 100 uh, percent proper and within the guidance of, of the current regulatory structure. I started the fixed protocol working group for digital assets and crypto in 2015. And I would get people from the traditional market saying, why are you spending time on this? And I said, well, you know, it's a belief I have. We're right now, we are heavily focused on building out our infrastructure, building out further, adding additional functionality. But again, we're all dealing with a market that has a lot of instability when it comes to regulators. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're seeing is everybody wants to do these things, do them proper, but it's very hard for people to dive into certain things because there's just no framework of, okay, this is how you should do it. So in some things, you know, that's where, you, you know, in my role on the strategic business development, I have to dive in and look, okay, what is out there? What can we do? And, you know, work with our legal, work with our compliance, because that's something we're, we pride ourselves on is that we do, you know, we're only going to offer things that are proper and that our customers want. That's the biggest thing. You remember the days back in capital markets where if you had a flashy screen, that was cool. Yeah. Those days are over. <laughs> now it's like, it's all about like, people ask us like, so what's on your roadmap? What's on our roadmap is adding additional functionality under, you know, some of the things I talked about yep. so that advisors are empowered 
The other big thing is bringing things together into a single experience, whether that's through OnRamp, whether OnRamp leverages Prime Trust for some of that. It's a collaboration. That's why I always tell people there's so much room in this industry to work together. And we're just at the start. Uh, we are breezing through here. I can, I can do this with you for a long time. One <laughs> thing before we go, though, last question, because I know, again, the money movement you guys are working on is, is awesome. And again, all of the APIs, all the things that you do, creating that connectivity for RAs, right? There's no infrastructure, you know, best execution, all the things, trust, the whole deal, right? You guys have a lot there that we still need to dig into. But what about, and every advisor has been asking us about it, when, 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 but yield and staking and all of that. Is that on the roadmap? Is that something you guys have available? Again, very high level, don't need to get into the weeds here, but. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, is it on the roadmap? Yeah. Is it going to happen this year? That's, I would probably side on that it will not. And that's really just because it's not that we don't, want to offer it. We have multiple firms that want us to, to work with them, but we have to, as a, as a regulated trust company, and just as a company that believes in doing things properly, we have to work not only with the regulators, but also fellow industry colleagues to come up with what is, how do you go to the, to the market with a program that follows the guidance? And even if there isn't guidance, you're interpreted in guidance so that you can then present that to RAs because that's the biggest thing people want. Let's just say that, that stable coins do, some of them do become a security. Do I think that's going to create problems? I think it, it creates hurdles, but I think it's one of those things that like in any market, it can easily be navigated. Yeah. And I think some of the advisors we're talking to, they're looking at it as an unregulated security right now. I think the report that the Treasury put out was good for the space, right? They gave some clarity. I think we need some bounds there to kind of see where things are. So, yeah, I, I don't think it'll be too much trouble, but we've actually were hell bent on, you know, building a cash management solution and still are because you're getting 0.03% at Schwab. That's a joke when you can get a safe, if you will, three, four percent available for institutions, that's something that should happen, right? It's just the lowest hanging fruit ever. You have the on-ramp university shirt on education. And, you know, really what I'll tell you is that that is the number one thing that needs to happen in this space. And it's not just crypto. This is across the board about wealth. I was reading an, an article recently and the statistics of the number of people that are unbanked, underbanked, and just don't have access to various uh, financial instruments is massive. That was one of the things that got me into crypto was, I think there is a new age of wealth coming and a massive transformation of wealth that's occurring right now from baby boomers to their children, this is only going to grow. We're just getting started. The party's fun, stressful, but fun. It's been great. Appreciate you, man. And before we go, where can folks find you on the socials or email if they want to learn more about Prime Trust? Yeah, so uh, you can go to primetrust.com. On Twitter, it's uh, at Sean Ristow. You can shoot me an email, Sean at S-E-A-N, you know, the proper way, at primetrust.com. Yeah, I'm happy to put people in touch with the, the proper folks on our team. And those that, you know, if people want to reach out and, and are interested and in, have questions, feel free. 
conversations are always welcome with me. All right. Since we plug in things, you know, I got to plug the Crypto for Advisors newsletter. Shout out to my Coindesk family, all the advisors. Make sure you get on that uh, really good newsletter. Again, I helped put together the FA Council over there. So a lot of good folks to contribute. So sign up for that. And of course, the ramp academy.onrampinvest.com to check out On Ramp Academy and everything else that's there. And lastly, if you made it this far into the program, you guys already know if you found value at all, run over to nokidhungry.org and help Sean and I cure child hunger in this country. Sir, I'll leave you with the last word. Anything before we head out? Thank you so much for having me. And as I said, it's been an honor to work with OnRamp. I'm excited to be able to offer advisors more enhanced solutions so that they can better serve their customers. Take care, everyone. Awesome. All right, everybody. See you on the next one. Love and light. I appreciate you. You have been listening to On Purpose with host Tyrone Ross and guest Sean Rostow. The show is produced, announced, and edited by Michelle Mousseau with additional production support from Eleanor Paul. Our theme song is Walk With Swag. Have any questions or comments? Send us an email at podcasts at coindesk.com or leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening.